Welcome to Parenting Your Sensitive Child. Parenting a highly sensitive child can feel overwhelming, and all the parenting books in the world can only get you so far if your head and your heart are out of alignment with your child's. I'm your host, Julia McGarry. Let's create a new parenting paradigm. Hey parents, for the past few weeks I've been recording a series of episodes about some of the things that I coach with my clients on frequently that don't really seem like they have much to do with parenting. And in some cases the connection is pretty easy to find, sometimes it's a little more murky. This week I think the connection's pretty clear. We're going to talk about separating yourself from other people's emotions. All right? Being able to separate yourself and your own emotions from other people's emotions is really a valuable skill to develop as a parent. If you've ever worried about what other people think about your parenting or worried that they're judging you, And especially if you've ever made decisions or changed course as a parent because of other people's input, then this applies to you. It does overlap with people-pleasing, but people-pleasing is really just one flavor of this pattern of being wound up in other people's emotions. Being caught up in other people's emotions includes putting your own needs aside in favor of others and saying yes even when you really want to say no. So it includes people-pleasing. But it also encompasses avoiding conflict and not saying what's necessary because you don't want to deal with the aftermath. It encompasses that resistance to anything that might rock the boat. And it encompasses any urge you might feel to get your kids under control so you won't get the side eye from Aunt Mildred or the nasty comments from other parents at the playground. And it's important that we talk about this because the outcome isn't just about you not getting your needs met and ignoring your own emotions. When you're trying to keep the peace, there's a lot of controlling going on. You're trying to control other people's emotions, and the way you're doing that is by changing course with your kids or by trying to control your kids. Either way, it doesn't really feel good to them, And it puts a strain on your relationship with your children. And that's the whole reason we're here, right? We want better relationships with our sensitive kids. So here's the thing. No matter how hard you try, you can't control other people. You're exerting all this energy trying to control their reactions in the name of keeping the peace, when the reality is you can't. Not really no matter how hard you try. It's a vicious cycle, it's exhausting, and it leaves you feeling like you did something wrong anytime the illusion of control slips away and people act of their own volition. I'm kind of exhausted just thinking about it. So if this is you, let's talk about what you can do right now to start stepping out of this pattern. The number one thing you can do today is to start thinking about what you do have control over. You can't control other people, 
You can't control their reactions, the type of day they're having, the way they interpret any given situation. You just can't control them. But you can control how you interpret it and how you respond. If you're worried about them judging you, for example, you can choose to adapt your behavior to avoid judgment. Or you can get curious about what beliefs they hold that are driving their judgment in the first place. And you can decide whether or not you agree. If you agree, then it makes sense to change your behavior. But if you don't agree, you can use that awareness to build your resolve and to begin to articulate your reasons for questioning what they're saying so that you can articulate to them why you're doing things differently. You know what else you can control? You can control what you make other people's words mean about you. If someone tells your child to say please, you don't have to make it mean that they're criticizing your parenting. Even if this is a very automatic response, when somebody corrects your child, you feel like they're criticizing you. Once you see it, and once you start to question whether it's true and what might actually be driving their actions, you can choose to set that thought down. You can choose to direct your mind to a new way of thinking. Maybe they're allowed to think I'm wrong. It's not my job to fix this for them. I can allow them to be uncomfortable. I can hold space for any emotion that they're feeling. They love me and they're trying to help. My relationship with my child is my priority. These are just a few examples. You just have to pick one that feels true for you. Another thing you can control is how attached you are to them changing. So often we tell ourselves that everything would be fine if they just stop doing that. But what if they never stop? What would need to change in you for you to be okay with them just the way they are? Or if the relationship is truly toxic or abusive, I want to be really clear about that. I'm not saying that you need to change who you are to allow their behavior or to make space for their behavior and just get comfortable with it. Instead, if the relationship is really toxic or abusive, what would need to change in you to release hope of them changing and actually end the relationship? Okay, so it's really about releasing hold of the need for them to change. Finally, you have control, like, I mean, 100% control over how you show up to difficult conversations. Avoiding the conversation is a choice. Focusing on what they're doing wrong, how they're making you feel, and what you need them to do differently is a choice. Those two are the most common choices that people make. But there's another way you can show up, and that is in 
full responsibility for your own emotions and your own actions. No blaming. And it can be hard to imagine what this looks like. So let's choose a simple example. Let's look again at a situation where you're hanging out with Aunt Mildred and she corrects your child and tells them they need to say please before they have any ice cream. Okay? If you notice yourself reacting in this situation, you could tell that person, that makes me feel like a bad parent. Or you could take responsibility for your reaction and say, I'm having a shame response. When I hear you tell them they need to say please, I'm turning it into a criticism of me and I have a strong reaction because I don't want you to think I'm a bad parent. Can you see the difference? It's a total game changer for difficult or awkward situations. It's a total game changer for relationships in general. So it can be applied to relationships with your partner. It can be applied to relationships with people outside your immediate family. It can even be applied to your relationship with your child. Can you see it? Instead of making your child responsible for your emotions and saying something like, oh, it makes me so sad when you hit your sister, you could say, you're hitting your sister and when you do that, I get really worried that she might get hurt. Okay? They are not making you sad. You are getting worried. It makes a big difference for how anybody responds to the conversation. Yeah, I'm getting off my soapbox there. <laughs> um, yeah, this tendency towards wanting everybody to be okay, wanting to keep the water smooth, to keep everything peaceful, to keep the peace seems well-intentioned. It feels well-intentioned. It's how a lot of us were conditioned. We don't want to rock the boat. We don't want to make trouble. So we stay quiet until we explode. And it's not a pattern that serves us. It's not something that we need to carry forward into the future. If this is a pattern that you see in yourself and you are aware of it and you want to release it, but you're having trouble doing that, this is the work of coaching. This is what I work with my clients on all the time. And this is work that I've done myself too. I will say I 100% am someone who leans towards wanting to keep the peace. Okay, so... This is my work. I am here. I'm ready to help you do this work too. So if you're ready to accelerate it so you can show up different in all the relationships in your life, reach out to me, go to my website, click on coaching and set up your consultation. We'll get started. Listen, if you're enjoying this podcast, I'd appreciate it if you'd take a few minutes to leave a review. It'll help other parents find the podcast, and more importantly, it'll help more grown-ups see their kids' sensitivity as the strength it truly is.